0: This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here, around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like joke of the day, we also have interviews with some experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us here on the podcast. This is episode 66, where we've got one of the all-time great smiles and the greatest fishermen in all of GAC history. It's Taz! If you've been at camp... Any point since basically 2006, you probably know or have met Taz. Now, you might have met him when he was a camper, or you might have known him when he was a waterfront counselor or leading our teen OLC program in the summer of 2021. He's got a long history at camp. Uh, he's worked with his family members at camp. Uh, he currently works when he's not at camp at a school in Northern California that focuses on getting kids into the outdoors. So really, he has A lot of things year-round and lifelong that are impacted by his time at GAC. And it was really fun to talk to him about that. Uh, He has uh, just the greatest fishing stories ever in the teacher's lounge. I had a really fun time talking to Taz, and I hope you enjoy the interview. Here it is. It's Taz. Oh, welcome to the podcast. Taz, what's up, Taz? Hi,
1: how's it going, Soy? Thanks for having me.
0: I'm so excited you're here. My day is much better because we're talking. Same here. Um, All right, I guess it's possible that people who listen to the podcast might not know who you are, which is wild to me. So to start with, could you start with maybe who you are and what you do for camp?
1: Yeah, so my camp name is Taz, and I worked at camp for four years, and I was a camper for nine years. And my first year as a counselor, I was a group counselor in cabin 17, the oldest bears. And then the next two years, I did waterfront. So I was on shaver and at camp. And la- or this summer, I, I did OLC. I did the first two OLC trips. And they were awesome.
0: I mean, I think that's like a, a wild span, right? Like you had like second and third graders in camp. And then just a couple of years later, you're like, no, we'll, we'll do, you know, seven, eight days in the backcountry with high school
1: kids. Yeah, I wanted to try it all. <laughs> well, I think when I was first a counselor at camp, I think I wanted to have the youngest kids. And I've always wanted to teach high schoolers. So that's another age that I, I like to work with. And now I am a high school teacher. And this is my second year teaching. So I think that doing OLC is a a good time for me. It was after my first year teaching high schoolers and can't get enough of high schoolers, I guess. Right.
0: So I guess that's an interesting question for me. Like you took your camp experience and now you're in the classroom. So you're still working with kids. How does your time at camp influence kind of the way you... You teach and operate in the classroom.
1: Oh that's a good question. I think that uh, working at camp has helped me a lot going into teaching because I don't have a teaching degree. I have a, a master's degree in math. Mm-hmm. but I think most of my teaching experience does come from camp. Sure. And leading an activity and teaching a class is like really similar. You're, you're, you're teaching something to people and it's about the same age group. Maybe there's a little bit more excitement about learning to water ski than learning how to solve quadratic equations.
0: I, I don't I, know. Like, you're a math major. I suspect you got excited about quadratic equations.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I get excited about, about some of the things we learn. I really like uh, like teaching calculus. Sure. That's probably, like, the equivalent to water skiing for me. Um, but I think it's, it's still teaching. It's a different environment. Yeah. But teaching the same age group and I, we have really small classes here. So it's like you're teaching a cabin how to do something.
0: That's really awesome. I think I've believed for a long time that teachers would benefit if they all had camp experience. Cause I think you learn so many things. It's group management, it's entertaining kids, it's engaging with kids, it's building relationships. I think all of those things are really important in the classroom. Um, all right, mm-hmm. so you were, like you said, four years on staff and nine-ish as a camper. That's a lot of your life interacting and intersecting with, with Gold Arrow. How did you end up at camp in the first place? So
1: my mom is one of the camp nurses. She has been for, I don't know, maybe 15 years. A very long time. And one of her co-workers told her about camp and... That's how she found out about it. And I remember one day my mom showing me the camp online and saying, you're going to go to this camp this summer. And I looked and I saw there was no, no baseball, no football, <laughs> no basketball. And I wasn't that excited to be honest. Sure. I don't think I wanted to go. My mom said, you're going to go try it out and see how you like it. And it was the best two weeks. Two weeks ever it was so much fun and I couldn't wait to go back and I think every year camp has been more fun to me good and I feel more
0: we love to hear it yeah all right so you listed it you've been a GC you've been a waterfront guy uh you've been on the island you've led the OLC so you've you've done kind of this broad spectrum you wanted to do it all what was your favorite thing you ever did at camp that's that's
1: so tough <laughs> uh it's also fun. I think that this last summer yeah. was probably the coolest summer for me because I did Shaver mini camp. <laughs> that's right. And Shaver is so awesome. And then I get to do OLC and the backpacking trip was amazing. Like when we went into Goddard Canyon hiking, I think that was like the most beautiful scenery I've ever seen in my life. I don't know every year has been really fun. So that's tough. Tough Good question.
0: So I think a lot of people, like kids especially, they age out of regular camp and we say, hey, you could do the OLC. And they look at it and they say, Ugh, it's a lot of walking and it's, I don't know. So you led a couple of OLC trips. What message would you have for maybe the hesitant OLC considerer?
1: Good question. I think, I think if you really do not like backpacking, And you don't like walking maybe olc is not for you sure
0: i think that's reasonable if you're you're... yeah
1: (laughs) if you're on the fence i think it's a it's a fun thing to try sure we do walk a lot we walk uh we walk between like six and ten miles a day but it's more than that we went and we hiked and we swam in waterfalls out in the middle of the forest we we made our own food we saw Really cool wildlife. We caught fish with just fishing line. We got to make our own food. We we learned more about being responsible for our own stuff. We carried everything we had. Um, so it was more than just walking and more than just backpacking.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing that always strikes me when I'm lucky enough to pick up the OLC and I get to drive the van. And be like the guy who comes out to pick up the OLC. The thing that always strikes me is twofold. And the first thing is how just naturally happy OLC participants look when I pick them up. Like that time in a small group in nature always seems very powerful to me. Like just as like a soul cleansing kind of thing. But the other thing is, and you talked about it a little bit, you're in this part Of the world that some tiny, the tiniest infinitesimal percentage of human beings will ever see. Right. Like when you come to camp, yeah, you're pretty far out there. But a lot of people come into the Sierra National Forest and and Huntington Lake and Shaver Lake. Those are a lot of people enjoy those. But if you go in the high country and you're on the Pacific Crest Trail or the John Muir Trail or just trails in the Sierra, like a tiny number of people in all of human history will see that. And if you go on the trip, you get to see that, which I think is super cool. Yeah. Because I'm a history guy. You're a math guy. I'm a history guy. The, the, the scope of history overwhelms me sometimes.
1: Oh, I see that. Yeah, it was awesome. Also, like we hiked. I didn't even know that we were hiking into Pine Creek Canyon, but there's a place that I've been like multiple times on the Eastern Sierras. Mm. And we hiked there and we hiked through there. I didn't realize until we got there. I was like, wow, I've been here before. But we're from the other, other side. side of the mountains. That's yeah, wild. Like a 10 hour drive from camp.
0: Right? Exactly. So you mentioned when you were talking about kind of how you got to camp that as a kid before you'd been, you looked at it and you were like, well, there's there's no football and there's no baseball and there's no basketball. I don't think this will be fun. So what message do you have? And I guess also you had those bears who are often first time campers our younger campers. What advice do you have for kids who are coming to camp for the very first time?
1: I think, uh, I don't know if I came in with an open mind <laughs> and maybe it's hard to do to say come in with an open yeah. mind, but I think if you just go to camp and try it, like it's such a fun environment. It's such a friendly environment. Yeah. Uh, it feels like everyone cares about you there. You get to meet a lot of great friends. And even if maybe some of the activities don't sound like they're for you, there are other things you can do. You can play cards with your friends. Uh, You get to pick what you want to do for a free time. Yeah, You can do so Mm -hmm. many cool activities. You get to learn something new. And I think another big thing about camp is like you learn a lot. For sure, You learn a lot about interacting with people and if you're a kid you learn how to interact with adults a little Mm -hmm. bit more that aren't your parents Mm -hmm. and you also interact with a big group of friends and if you're a little older at camp maybe you get to learn how to be a leader a little bit more. You have a buddy cabin so you get to help younger kids and it's just a a fun place to be.
0: Yeah I think one of the things, and for for kids who are really sports driven, that's a big thing. They say, oh, you don't have all these things. And it's like, but we do have all these other things that you can't do anywhere else. And I think all, you know, a huge majority of kids think I won't have my phone. I won't have my tablet. I won't have the internet. What will I do? And for me, the answer is always, well, what you'll do is have a good time because you don't have those things. Like you yeah, won't be I distracted exactly. by all that stuff. Like everybody is there to be with people. And that's really cool. I think. Uh-huh um all right so we're gonna wrap this up fairly soon here but I, I do need to ask this i think it's important you're you're pretty famous at camp for your love of fishing you're a man who loves to get out and catch some fish what's your best fishing story
1: my best fishing story um i think maybe on the olc trip i have a pretty fun yeah fishing story yeah. from there i've always wanted to catch a golden trout it's a, it's a type of trout that's native to California. And it's, uh, I think it was a, it's like a type of rainbow trout. And it, it was isolated. So it became like its own kind of rainbow trout. And it's really beautiful. I've always wanted to catch one. And I've caught some like hybrids, but we were hiking and we were up by the, I think, really high in the San Joaquin River. And we were at a little rest stop and I saw fish jump. So I got my fishing line out <laughs> and I threw the, fly in and I caught like multiple golden trout wow. there. And one of, uh, one of our campers on the trip, Piper, she went and she tried and she caught a golden trout. Yeah. It was really special to just go catch them. Didn't have a rod. Like it was the least prepared I ever was fishing. <laughs> I caught the coolest fish I've ever caught. That's awesome.
0: You know, uh, famously Chuck Yeager, the test pilot, uh, was a big uh, fan of uh, fishing for golden trout. That was one of the uh-huh. things he was fairly famous for. So there, you and Chuck Yeager, uh, he's gone faster than the speed of sound, and you caught a golden trout without a rod. You're basically the same, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, Taz, it's time for the speed round. Five questions we ask absolutely everybody who comes on the podcast. Here it goes, Taz. What's your favorite camp song? Uh, the camp song. The camp song. Love it. What's your favorite item on the salad bar? Beets. Yeah, same uh around the campfire mallows or popcorn popcorn uh what's your favorite lip balm flavor
1: uh the the pineapple one i forgot which one it oh, is oh um
0: pine- uh, darn the pineapple one i agree uh, and finally taz what's your real name Troy. oh no we're all out of time <laughs> oh thanks for coming on the podcast taz it was so much fun
1: Thanks for having me. It's great talking to you.
0: In a world with far too much seriousness, far too much drama, we bring you something different. The joke of the cast. Why is it called
1: joke of the day if it's not funny?
0: So I was thinking about a joke of the day, and I thought, oh, man, this is taking up a lot of time. And that made me think about time and clocks, and I was just wondering, do any of you know why you should never eat a clock? Man, it's just too time-consuming. <laughs> ah, time-consuming. That was a good one. Hey. You know, I love that we can be together and we can listen to friends from camp like Taz and we can tell silly jokes and we can laugh at them and at ourselves together, even if we aren't together, even if it's just in your earbuds or on the car radio. Really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. If you like this, share it with somebody. Let them know. Maybe you are trying to get people to come to camp. Let them know. These are the kinds of people. These are our counselors, these fun people we talk to. Uh, Maybe you worked at camp and you're trying to convince somebody else share these rate it review it let people know it's out there uh we're doing this because we think it's important to talk to our camp community all year round we really appreciate you listening we really appreciate taz for coming on the show thank you so much taz thank you all for listening as always i'm soy and i'll save a marshmallow for you